This is a young team. We're on the cusp. All right, we got to add some pieces to what we're doing here. Pierce running right. Spin move. Barrels his way down to the 41-yard line. What a run by Pierce. The type of players that we're looking for are players who are looking to swarm. Intercepted. Christian Harris. Game day is every day. Picked off by Stingley. Petrie. Texans have the ball on the pick. The takeaway train is rolling. And if you want it, you got to go work. Now, it's Texans All-Access. Good evening. Hello, Texans. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you in the Hyundai Texans Radio Mobile Studio, which tonight resides at the Sports Radio 610 Studios. Chris Santiago producing. We'll take calls in a few moments here and uh, get you rolling in on free agency, signings, trades, all of it happening with the Texans and other teams as well. And, Johnny, great to see you in studio. Sorry I was so hard to get in touch with uh, where I was traveling. Took the Vander kids. Yeah, it's the, tough in Manhattan. The eldest one. Finding service in Manhattan. No, I'm telling you, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. I don't want to get into the whole thing. Took Vander kid two to see the uh, granddad. <laughs> a peek behind a curtain. You had texted me and said 610. I was like, perfect. Start the show. I know. Reveal oh, what's been going on. It's been a great day, long day. That was 24 hours ago. I'm looking at the clock. It's 610. I keep ah. looking at Chris. I've got, I got to talk, so I'm kind of giving hand signals like, anything? Anything? Nope, nope, nope. This nope, was Mark. a test, right. Johnny. It was a test to see if you could handle this broadcasting <laughs> thing, and you did Did great. I pass? I hope I passed. I know, but I know how that feels, especially when you're alone and you're nah, waiting for a guest, and it's like me, so I'm not going to. How many shows have I done alone? Billions and yeah. overnights, too. So you, yeah, know what it's like. <laughs> you know what it's like to not not have a lot of company while you're doing <laughs> yeah, your show. It can happen. You know you, what it's you like. You know you have company, but they're just. They're just in their cars or they're at yeah, home or, right. you know, smoking a cigar out on the beach or whatever, and they're listening that way. But plenty of people have gotten in. 713-572-4610 if you want to get in. That's you can also, the number, you have the huh? text. You yeah. have the text open, right? Uh, I don't have it open right, right now. but You can text if you want. We'll eventually get there. Yeah, we'll get Tyler Milner to open it up or Chris Santiago. But if you want to call in, we've had some good calls the last, uh, last couple of nights. Don uh, called in last night, wanted to know. Um, he wanted – he. <laughs> this is what I love. And I've seen a few teams do this. They put out there from their Twitter accounts, they're like, why won't you make a deal? It's free agency. Sign somebody. Trade for somebody. Do something. Meanwhile, the social media group is like, we don't control that. Oh, yeah. Neither do Mark and I. Right. But if you need to vent, you know, it's cool. You can vent. You right, can so get in on our couch. It's la- cool. It's right over here. Last night, on the we, couch. we had somebody uh, tweet to us. I'm going to try to get that up here right now. He said he was not very happy with the way it was going so mm-hmm. far. Right? John McClain? No, it was Antonio. And Antonio. he tweeted in, and he said, uh, seriously, dejected. He used the word dejected. Dejected. At the lack of impact moves. This is after a few hours of free agency, by the way. But anyway. Of course. The legal oh, wait, tampering wait, wait. period. The tampering period. We haven't yes. even gotten to the new league year It's yet. crazy. Okay. The new league year is tomorrow at, what, 3 Central, right? right? 3 Central. By the way, Aaron Rodgers will be on the Pat McAfee show at noon Central. Yeah, good for him. Which will be great for him. Do something. Probably with the decision. Why? Wait, why yeah, am I saying that? Do something. Maybe. Just, maybe just do with something. the decision. He's getting all these guys jobs and he's going to retire. That'd be awesome. Oh, oh, we now have Randall Cobb on our team. <laughs> no Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what was the tweet you saw? Other players that Rodgers Other Rogers players Rodgers wanted the yeah. ghost of Don Hudson. <laughs> yeah. and if you know anything about Packers football, you'd find that hilarious. I want Lombardi to be offensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, Three yards and yeah. a cloud of dust. You got a seal here and a seal here, and you run through the alley there. Uh, said dejected Antonio said he was on Twitter last night. Uh-huh. 
Ward is a 31-year-old safety that was demoted last year. Uh, they switched him over to nickel, and then he got okay. Hurt, whoa, right? whoa, 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 Hold on, I, hold on, hold demoted on. Demoted is a on, strong on. word. He was not demoted. The reason he moved to nickel is because they had some injuries, and yeah. they needed somebody to cover inside. And Jimmy can do that. Jimmy's got right. cornerback in his background. He's got safety in his background. Yeah. How is that? I mean, I saw Jimmy Ward be inside, and I was like, yes, that could be a promotion actually. Because yes. They felt like Gibson could handle the safety work. Right. Well enough. That was the only way that they could pull that off. If they thought Gibson was better, they would have put him at uh, nickel. Right? I, see, this is what I don't understand. I don't. I don't get why people like get angry and like. Th- my wife does this to me, and, and my kids too. They'll start arguing things that don't even matter at some point. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! Where yeah. are you taking this? <laughs> All I said was the sky is blue. It doesn't mean that we've got to have, uh, you know, five uh, packages of chicken in the freezer. Like, yeah. I don't know how they go together. Like. He wasn't demoted. No, he wasn't demoted. Anyway, but it, it has a happy ending here. This story of Antonio okay. tweeting in. Okay. I said, I said, give it a minute. <laughs> it's day two, because I think I wrote back this morning. Yeah. Uh, more moves are on the way. Plus, th- we say this every year. When have we really blown everybody away with this stuff? And good teams the Texans have had right at the precipice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one year, I would think you would – called the Jonathan Joseph, Daniel Manning signings, really big signing. Right. Really big signing. Yep. 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a 10-6 and six team. The next year they went 12-4, and four, and they didn't have a huge free agent signing before that. Right. They signed their own guys. They took care of their own Ninja before was, that. Ninja was probably the biggest in 09. Yeah, all right. But this team is making additions similarly, right? Oh, yeah, I know. So yeah. far. And we're not even close to being done here. And the more important thing is, how do you do in the draft? How are the guys last year going to do this yeah. year? How are the guys this year going to do this year and next year? And the class from a couple of years ago as well, which wasn't very large, but they come into play here, Johnny, because the news today, Shaq Mason, the Texans reportedly, acquired him mm-hmm. from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Mason's going to be inserted at guard. So you'll have Kenyon Green, Shaq Mason, center. You still have Scott Quesenberry, who was just re-signed on the roster. But there might be another move there to be made. We'll see. And you know who the tackles are with Laramie and Titus. So far, so good in the offensive line construction. Maybe more work to do here. But it's a pretty good start as you look at day two of free agency. I was watching uh, Shaq today after the trade. And as I'm watching, I'm like, you know what? I think he might fit in this offensive scheme better than he did at Tampa Bay. Yeah, this is what John Harris does, by the way. He goes to the tape. He doesn't go to profootballreference.com like I do. <laughs> you so, go to the tape and yeah. start watching how the guy operates, and recently, too, because that's important. And I did that with I did that with Ridgeway. I've seen Jimmy play a lot, so I didn't I didn't have to with Jimmy, to be honest with you. I, I've, been a, I've been a fan of Jimmy for a while. I think he's exactly what that secondary needs, and now you start looking at secondary with Presumably, Jimmy starting next to Jalen, and you've got Steven Nelson opposite Derek Stingley. You got a little bit of pass rush. You got some. You got some guys that can make some make some things happen back there. The fact that Jimmy did play in a slot last year and he did go into that nickel position last year, I think that bodes well. If you have to go to that, you have that. But you already have Desmond King on the roster. I mean, Desmond for the last couple of years was, was supposed to play at the nickel, but then injuries pushed him back outside, and he's just continued to make plays. So Desmond could stay at the nickel. You can also Look at other players and look. How many Sting missed seven games last year? I think Nelson missed a couple of games. I think Jalen played every game. Jo played close to every game. I think point you're gonna you're gonna need you're gonna need depth back. There. Absolutely. So the more guys you can add to it. So you add Jimmy in there. 
And, you know, just because a guy hits a certain age doesn't mean he can't play anymore. It doesn't mean like, oh, you're 29, you're done. No, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that at all. And he's going to know the system. And if anything else, Jimmy Ward's going to be a guy that can mentor Jalen Petrie. Mm. Now, Jalen's not a guy that you look at it and go, he has to have a mentor to get him on the right track. No, I just think what Jimmy Ward can do for Jalen is make him that much better a player, that much more cerebral player. Hey, look at these things. These are, these are some things you should be looking at when you're out there, and so I think Jimmy helps. But I was watching Shaq Mason today, and my first thought as I watched him, especially on a screen, I thought, that's, that's what we need. Gets outside he can move fast. a little bit. Yeah. He can move a little bit. Now, he's not tall, but he's stout. And he holds his own on the inside. But I think the way that he moves, how agile he is, getting up to second level on zone plays, uh, when he's got a guy on him, he's able to get movement. He's not going to be knocked back into the backfield as we've seen some of our guards over the past few years. So, yeah, I, I, I get and, – and this goes to our fans, and I'll say this about our fans. I've thought about this. I think our fans are more cognizant and have a better understanding of what we don't have and they pay attention to what's going on out there. They look at free agency, and they're like, hey, wait a second. Here's some guys that could help us. Hey, Jake Brendel, you know, that's a guy that played in the San Francisco system. He's going to be a free agent. Hey, that would be a great spot here. You know, maybe Bobby Sloak. And when those guys are getting signed, I think it feels like, well, wait a second. What, what's going on? And you and I say this all the time. The player acquisition process and the team building process is 24-7, 365. Yeah. This doesn't cut off on Thursday. This goes on for a while. And I always use the example of Quentin Dems. Back in 2015, I was in the building when Q was there the first time. He came back. He's a boomerang. He came back in 2015. When? Third week of training camp. Earned a job by like week four or five. Ends up making massive plays against Cincinnati on a Monday night. Started the rest of the year. Seven the next picks. Year, ne- next year he had what? Six, seven interceptions? How many? Whatever I think it was he had. seven. Seven interceptions in 2016 and the year following. But he also finished that year uh, playing extremely well. So, you can find players in a lot of different ways. You can claim them on waivers. You can draft them. They're at a point now where they've got to make the most of these draft picks. But they've added players to the roster over the last couple of days that are going to come in and make an impact for your team in more ways than just I play safety or I play guard. It's a different squad now, different system offensively. But this is going to be a hybrid of what Nick believes and what D'Amico Ryans believes, right? They're right melding the two, I don't want to say two systems, but maybe thought processes together that they have as far as player acquisition and who fits what and how they're going to attack people. But look, Slowick, we all heard him last week. Was it last week? Last week. We all heard him last week. You get the idea that he's super bright. I mean, that's clear. And you know what system he comes from. You know what Nick believes in as far as game plan offense and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I hate to bring that terminology into play again. But it is, it is here. It's a factor. Uh, and you see with some of the acquisitions, the history that these players have with right. Nick Casario, like Shaq Mason, like Chase Winovich, right? Yep. Players who have a little bit of history there. But I don't think Nick's going out and getting any of these guys without the coaches saying, that's, that's a great idea. That's, sure. that's who we need. Absolutely. Or maybe they suggested it themselves and asked, hey, what about Shaq Mason? Could we get a guy like that? Right. Who knows how it came up? Right. Who knows what the genesis, the inception was for that? But it's here, and now Shaq Mason is part of your offensive line, and it's cool. Well, the other thing is, too, you bring in – well, you've agreed to terms with Hassan Ridgeway. You've agreed to terms with Jimmy Ward. So yeah. you've kind of got you know, a nice little potpourri, if you will, of a couple 49ers guys. And you got some guys like you know Robert Woods. I don't think Robert Woods was – what connections does Robert have? All right, so he's, Texans. He, he was a Ram, right? He's a Ram, yeah. And the Rams have some 
you know, a little bit of a fraternity, if you will, with guess, the 49ers yeah. and, and system similarities, if you yeah, will. Ab- Those yeah. guys were all together in Washington, and we all know the history true, there. Yeah. And Woods is said to be one of the best blocking wide receivers around. Yeah. Right. And I know people used to eye roll about Kevin Walter. <laughs> oh, he blocks well. Well, how important was that? How does it taste now that you haven't run the ball as well as you did then, since then? Well, you, and Kevin Walter was out there blocking. Now, it wasn't all Kevin Walter, but he was a big help. So that kind of player who can catch, yes, for sure, but also contribute in that way at a high level means that maybe your rushing attack is going to take a big step forward this year. Okay, so let's take a look at Let's start with the offense. Let's take a look at the additions by position and what it potentially means. Okay. okay? So let's start quarterback. E.J. Perry was claimed on waivers. Case Keenum added uh, through the process. They're added to Davis Mills. Those are the three quarterbacks that you have in-house as we speak. This is interesting. What does it mean? I mean, I could talk about this for days. Mm-hmm. I know we'll, we'll go quickly through them relatively. Right. But you have three quarterbacks on the roster, allegedly, reportedly, maybe, agreed to terms-ish, right, with the yes. Keenum acquisition. E.J. Perry, they announced that, right? Yep, E.J. So, Perry's announced. Because E.J. Perry was uh, a free agent on the street, if you will. Right. Uh, it sounds so bad, like he's been you know, handling so he or a, something yeah. like that. He had yeah. been weighed by the Jaguars. He was available. That's why they could announce uh, they Robert announce Woods. Yep. Uh, the same thing. He was released mm-hmm. by the Tennessee exactly. Titans. Anyway, so you have E.J. Perry, Davis Mills, Case Keenum. I'm going in no particular order here, Correct. by the way. I doubt E.J. Perry ends up starting. But, hey, Brock Purdy. Anyway, you're going to draft a quarterback, and I'm assuming that. Is it safe to assume? It's not going to make a you-know-what out of me and you. No. I'm assuming they're going to draft a quarterback. That's four right there, and we'll see what happens. You know, right. it's it's an interesting situation for Davis because he sees Keenum come in. Oh, and you signed EJ Perry too. Mm-hmm. What is this all going to be like for me sure. when we get to the spring? Where are the reps coming from? That kind of thing. But look, it's an opportunity for him. Whatever reps he gets, he's going to make the most of and and try his best to take a big step forward. He so needs it. Let's play it out. All right. Panthers take CJ Stroud. Texans take Bryce Young with pick number two. How do you divvy up the OTA reps at that point? Well, the only thing I have to compare it to, the only time you took a high-level quarterback like that since year one with David Carr, number one overall out of Fresno State, was Deshaun Watson, Mm -hmm. and he was on the third team for a while. We all saw it together. He actually entered camp on the third team. So I don't know how this is going to be handled here with D'Amico, with Bobby Slowick, how they divvy it up, how they want to. But to me... I would say Keenum would go first and Bryce Young maybe second. All right? This is going to be interesting to watch. All right, running back. Added Mike Boone mm-hmm. to Damian Pierce, Dario Gumbawale, Troy Hairston. And let's throw Andrew Beck in there because he's half fullback, half tight end. He's a full end or a tight back, however you want to call it. Um, a pretty versatile piece. It's kinda, he's a hammer in the run game. It'll be kind of fun with Andrew Beck. But I don't know if either one of them – how do you think it changes for the, for those groups going forward? Do you think at running back they're good? No. Or do you think no. they'll add somebody maybe on day no. three? And tight end, what do you think it means adding back? All right, so there's another running back coming for sure. Okay. Whether it's through the draft or a veteran or something. Mm-hmm. You, look, Damian Pierce got hurt last year as much as we love him. And look at the NFL in general. You know, all these players. Mostert re- re-upped with the Dolphins. I was right. kind of hoping he would be available to come here for something, for yep. nothing preferably. Just want to play as an intern. Yep. Uh, that would be cool because – and I know he gets banged up too, but three, four games stretch, bang, 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 really big games, all right, mend up, whatever you need to mend up, come back. You know, if you're a playoff contender, preferably strong at the end of the year, I like that player. 
you need a stable Johnny. You need talent. You need yep. more than Pierce. Pierce is outstanding. Could could be one of the best in the league, really. But it's not just about one guy. And I know they have other decent guys here, but they need another potential. I don't want to say bell cow, but potential frontline guy. Yes, I'm with you. On look that. at the Cowboys. They paid Zeke, but look what Pollard did. Yeah, uh, luxury problem for them, really. I mean, let's call it what it is. But Zeke actually was not a luxury. It was a luxury they couldn't afford after a while. But you get my drift. If you have another guy emerge, that's kind of very cool, actually. And you just deal with it contract-wise later. Andrew Beck added to Brevin Jordan, Tegan Quatoriano at tight end. I think Mason Shrek's on a futures deal, if I remember correctly. There's another one coming. Come on. There's another one coming. You're going to draft somebody. How high? 12? Can they get your buddy? Can they get your oh, buddy? Oh, can my Luke State? Musgrave? Can they get him at 12? What about Dalton Kincaid? Luke Musgrave. What about Michael Mayer? What about the freakazoid Darnell Washington? Fine. Yes, 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 and yes. I'll take any of them. I want whoever they get, I want to put a provision in his contract. No more skiing. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Which really applies, applies to uh, Musgrave here. By the way, Waller going for a three? That's What was that about? I mean, I know there's money there to consider, but would you have given up 73 for Darren Waller? Well, let me ask you If you, you could this. make the money work. would any, What was the market? Did the Raiders make enough calls? Did they do due diligence? That's two do's in a row, but one of them is spelled differently. I mean, differently. Brian Dable knows Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. I'm just not sure that they couldn't have gotten more. I think I so, think too. they should have gotten more. Isn't Darren Waller... Now, sounds injuries. very interesting. Sounds very like I've heard this before. Trading a great pass catcher, and there could have been more. I, I just this That's, rings in my head, but I can't place it. Honestly, I can't place it. Well, I can't. He'll be in place soon enough. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's the head scratcher of the day. It's not a gigantic head scratcher, but to but me, back- uh, if you said a two, I'd be all right. That sounds about right. He's not a one right now, Waller. But he's worth a two. Would you have given up 73, pick number 73, for Waller? Yes, but I don't know if that, I don't know if they had that opportunity. I don't know. No, I don't I'm know. not saying that they did, but finding out that the Giants gave up pick number 100, mm-hmm. that was it? Like a, a compensatory pick in the third round? It's a good question for Nick. I don't, and maybe not specifically to this situation. Right. I don't know if he would answer it. But, no, Nick, how many trades happen where you're thinking, well, I might have given up more for that right, guy, right. and the, I didn't even get the call? You just have higher priorities at that point, and you're thinking, well, wait a second. Man, because, and that happens a lot in just life in general. You know, I didn't even know to make the call. I didn't even know he was available. Right, That's the thing. I didn't know that Waller was available. Maybe he did know. I'm not talking about Waller specifically again here. I'm just saying, how often does that kind of thing happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what are you supposed to do? Call every GM and say, who's available on your roster? I right. guess maybe that's fair game. Remember Ron Rivera saying that, well, we didn't know Hop was available. Are you supposed to be Billy Bean and fly to Cleveland anyway. and talk with the Cleveland at the time, a different nickname, and ask them who's available, and then you meet Jonah Hill in the parking garage and have a real life-changing conversation? Why was he in Cleveland anyway? Is that a movie mistake there? Why would he be traveling? Just pick up the phone. I was traveling to Cleveland. Who does that? Anyway. Maybe cell service wasn't as reliable back in 2000. And what is it about Cleveland-based professional teams that have inaccuracies in sports movies like oh. the Browns and Draft Day? And I know you love that movie. I love that movie. In fact, I got to see it on Draft Day. Yes, I always you do. It's, it's you, my annual. It's my tradition. I watch it. It's, yeah, I want right. I want Nick to watch it with me. 
Let's keep going. But don't you agree? Offensive line. Another tight end is coming. Yeah, I think another tight end is coming. I think center. And I think you can get. I think you can get a very, very good tight end at, at all levels of this draft. I if, think it's a really talented draft. If I don't have to say Man. draft or free agency, I'm going to say there's another center here. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to offense, offensive line. Laramie Tunsil. There were some rumors about a trade with the Chiefs, and who knows? But they signed Juwan Taylor. But they ended up signing Juwan Taylor. They're not bringing back. Orlando Brown, and they've lost Andrew Wiley to commander. So they've lost both tackles. Happened before to but, them, this kind of thing. But are they going to pay $80 million to Juwan Taylor and how much ever to Laramie Tunts? Uh, who knows? But as of right now, Laramie, in fact, he tweeted the H emoji today. So who knows what that means? Titus to the other side. Kenny Green, you know you drafted number 15. He's at guard. You trade for Shaq Mason. And, of course, with trades, we always have to say, pending a physical, keep that sure, in mind, sure. pending a physical, and then there's center. Mm-hmm. The free agent centers, Bradbury goes back to the Vikings. Bradley Bozeman went back to the Panthers. Brendel went back to the 49ers. So people are panicking, go, wait a second, wait, what about center? Well, there's also a draft. What do you think they do at center? Well, I think if they can't address it in free agency, because they got to get a lot stronger there, not just Quesenberry, right? Right. So, gosh, I always think Jimmy played pretty well when I, he was in there. I'll be, I'll be honest. People would ask me about these free agent centers. I'm like, I don't like him. I mean, be okay. honest. I didn't like him. Now, Brendo, I like just from the standpoint of he knew this offense, and he was he was very quick. X, and he is very quick. He's quick to get to second level. He's only started one year. So, Posick went back to the Browns. Bradbury went back to the Vikings. I think everybody went back. Connor, one of the Connor McGovern signed with the Bills. Trying to figure out which one that was. There was a Dallas McGovern, then there's a Jets McGovern. And if Billy Price is the two, four, six, seventh best center on that list, it's not a great list. Let's be brutally honest. It's not a great list at okay. that point. So, so I think you're, I think you're drafting one. But so, you're not going to start them week one. you got to figure out a way not? to get through. Well, I don't know. It's Jaylen a center. Petrie started from He's week the one. quarterback of the offensive line, and it takes a long time to get good. Mm, I don't know. I've seen teams start two rookies. All right, we'll see Center and quarterback. I mean, I'm not saying it's the, the optimum situation. Let me ask you this about center. Uh, another quick aside But I'm not here. throwing a guy out on the field just because he's a veteran. Chris Myers was not drafted high. Sixth rounder by the Broncos, I Correct. believe. yes. And then he ends up here. Right. And it doesn't happen right away. But he becomes a pro bowler. Yeah. And he wasn't the biggest center in the world, nope. but it was that system as well. Yeah, he fit it perfectly. Is there another level for for uh, Scott Quesenberry to achieve? Sure. Are there more clubs in his bag, Johnny? I mean, with a, with a new coaching staff. And, and, look, Scott's limited by shorter arms. And he's not the, the quickest guy, but he's he's fairly quick. So, yeah, guys can get things turned around. Here's, here's the thing, and we've talked about this for a long time. First impression of Scott by the fans and by everybody was, oh, not not great at times. So it's going to be really hard to break down those narratives, and we we would do that mm-hmm. for a long time. Look, this isn't year such and such. This guy has gotten better if you pay attention and watch him. But, yeah, I mean, I could see them getting a young guy, easing him in, trying to ease him in. Scott is the guy that starts first, and then you have a rookie. It also depends on how high you're going to draft that center. I wouldn't think they're going to draft one at 12, but could I see them taking one at 33? Yeah. Is that the highest you would take a center in this draft of yeah, this 33. crop? Oh, I think there are people out there going, no, 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 you wait till 65. Mm. Because it wasn't a great center class, right? It's a free agent class, there are a lot of teams that are relying. If they want a center, they're going to, they're, they're going to know 
there are about four or five teams that are going to want a center and need a center, and there's not a ton of them. Mm. Was Nick always talking about supply and demand? Yeah. That's supply it. is kind of low. That's it. Demand's pretty high. So you might have to think about it at, th- at 33. It's like quarterback last year. Where's, you might where's have to Kenny, think about 33. Kenny Pickett is in this draft. Where is he going? Top of the second round. Is he going? So he's going after those four. Mm-hmm. He's not getting drafted ahead of any of those four in this year's or draft. Or top of the second, bottom of the first. Based on what we do in college. He would I'm be the saying... Hendon hooker of this draft. Like if Hendon were, if Hendon were healthy, Hendon's probably quarterback three. Ooh. But right now he's quarterback five because of the ACL. You just don't know. He's a little bit older. That's uh. a draft value thing then. Yeah, absolutely. If I feel good about the knee. Yeah, if you feel good about the knee, heck yeah. Team. Now, there might be some teams that do their homework and like, yeah, we're going to go Hendon hooker. I mean, if it fails... You know what people are going to say. Well, you drafted a guy with a torn ACL who's 85 years old. If, I mean, if that ACL fails, if he fails, it's another story. Just yeah, like Anthony true. Richardson. You're buying on spec here. Right. And Landry. But you know a, how it is if, you, if you're drafting a guy that comes in with an already with an injury already. Yeah, I know. You know? But Landry had a good video where he was talking about Richardson's injuries versus Bryce Young. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Far. I've about that. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, I talked, I've talked about that for a little bit. Well, maybe he um, stole it from you. I'm kidding, Landry. I'm no, kidding. Look, Landry can follow his college football. He, he knows. Yeah, he he does. knows that Richardson. And he's all over it. Richardson missed multiple games because he hurt himself dancing before the South Carolina game in 21. It Dancing happened. injuries are tough, man. Yeah. I just hate when that happens. You've had a few. doesn't happen to me. I fell down yesterday in New York City. Well, I mean, same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Dancing injury falling down in Manhattan. <laughs> I mean, you're okay. Slippery great. Did you go into concussion Subway protocol? Grade. No, but okay. it, you know, I, I went down and I got right back up and kept walking. I'm like, I wonder if this is going to hurt. Chris, that's not familiar, bro. <laughs> Chris, Chris had a moment today too. Oh, so. did he? It happens to everybody. Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody, it was raining. Everybody, catch, everybody catches a, a shoe on a on a grate. Everybody steps down, doesn't see a step. It happens to everybody. I, you just hope nobody sees it. I posted with uh, Vanderkid at the Wall Street Bowl. Yeah. Toro's cousin. Very nice. Toro's Very nice. Cousin. All right. Coming up, we're going to give away an HEB gift card in the next segment. So right out of the shoot, we will give it away $100. You can do a lot of damage with that at HEB. So it's coming your way. It'll be on a Twitter thing, but I'm going to announce it here on the air, the trivia question. And it might not be that trivial. We'll find out. Plus, we'll take your call, 713-572-4610. That number is in my brain burned forever for 21 years. It is. It's like a mantra. It's like the rosary. 713-572-4610. Give us a buzz. That's not to win the card. That's to call in what you like so far about what they've done, reportedly, and what you want to see. And if you want to throw in your quarterback fave that you want to see go second overall, do it. 713-572-4610. It's Texans Radio. Stay tuned for more on the Houston Texans and the NFL on Texans All Access. We return to Texans All Access. That's right. John Harris, football analyst, sideline reporter here with you. Let's get back to the phone, 713-572-4610. Let's talk to Lionel, who says, well, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Lionel, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, John, what's happening, man? Glad to have you on again. Hey, listen, I just want to chime in on that uh, deal with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, them, the Texans not signing him. Do you know that that was the best decision that they have made so far? And here's why. First of all, most of those two dudes' names that they signed a boatload of money to from the quarterbacks from the Patriots, I forgot their names. You know oh, what I'm talking about. Brian Hoyer. The one and, that uh, went to the Miami Dolphins. The one that went to the Miami Dolphins after he left us, and then there was another guy. But oh, I, I forgot their name. Brock Osweiler. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? And I'm not. And, and of course, Jimmy Garoppolo is way better than Brock Osweiler. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine if we would have signed that dude to all that money, and he would have a bad performance, even in one game, we would have came down on him so hard. And the, who knows what the rest of the season would have looked like. But here's why Case Keenum is good. He was a Houston Cougar. He was a Houston Texan. He knows the city of Houston. And he had fans. And this dude didn't ride nobody's coattails like uh, Brock Osweiler did or uh, Tom Brady. This dude was a starter. And this dude took the Minnesota Vikings to the NFC Championship. Who does that? And you not give him a second chance. What's your take? Lionel, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh Here's my thought on Case. I, I don't have I don't have a ton of expectations for Case, to be honest. I mean, if Case has to go in a ball game and you're trying to build a rookie's confidence and you're trying to get a rookie ready to play like a CJ Stroud or like a Bryce Young, I think Case is going to be the right guy because Case is going to absolutely understand that he's not he doesn't have to be the guy. But he can help that rookie become the guy. And he can be a big part of that. And when Case is asked to go. He's going to be ready to go. He's the consummate professional. Now, one of the things about this game, fortunately, is he took the Vikings. That was six years ago. I mean, it was six years ago. Case, I think, understands his where he is right now in his career. He knows that more than likely he's a backup, but he also knows if he gets an opportunity to go on the field, you'll see some serious bleep. That's the way Case has always been. I love the fact, and this goes back to my comments earlier, Red Don Collin asking why they didn't get Jimmy G signed. And one of the things I said was Jimmy had to want to be here. He had to want to be here. Well, I can promise you Case Keenum wanted to be here. I'd imagine he could have stayed in Buffalo. I've seen some tweets from people in Buffalo wanting to stay, but he came back to Houston. So he wanted to be here. He wants to be part of this, and that's awesome because this thing will get turned around. And Case Keenum, whether he plays or doesn't, is going to make a huge impact on that quarterback room going forward. Huge going forward. Now, I mentioned the Tennessee Titans in the AFC South. Lionel, I appreciate the call. Tennessee Titans, here's the roster to start the year for the Titans. Starting wide receiver, Rob Woods, now a Texan. Traylon Burks, played about half the year as a rookie. Nick Westbrook, Akine, good. Taylor Luan, cut. Aaron Brewer may move to center. Ben Jones is about to be cut. Nate Davis signed a deal today with the Bears. Dylan Radon's probably going to get cut. Austin Hooper, a free agent. Ryan Tannehill, nobody knows. Derrick Henry has been shopped. That's the Titans' offense. Defense, it doesn't get much better. Nico Autry still there, I believe. Tierra Tart, Jeffrey Simmons, they haven't worked through a contract. Bud Dupree, released. David Long, signed today with the Dolphins. Zach Cunningham, released. Caleb Farley, first-round pick, can't get on the field. Elijah Molden, nickel, can't get on the field. The Titans are in a bad, bad way. But losing Nate Davis and David Long today, those guys weren't big-name free agents. But those are two guys I would have loved to look out for the Texans. They signed one with the – Davis signed with the Bears and Long signed with the Dolphins. Seen a lot of players leaving the AFC South. You also saw Bobby Okereke from the from the uh, Colts. He signed a deal with the Giants. I'm fine with that. Now, if the Colts can trade Ryan Kelly at center, yeah, then it'll be complete. It'll be complete. Appreciate you guys for getting in with me. Appreciate that. We'll be back tomorrow. 713-572-4610. Put in your Blackberry or however you call nowadays. Put it in there. Save it. Mark and I will be here tomorrow. We'll take your calls. We'll discuss everything that's happened. It's just day one of the tampering period. We haven't even gotten to the start of the league year. Some more stuff's going to happen. Keep an eye on wide receivers. That's going to happen at some point. The domino will fall. 
Maybe OBJ is the first one. We'll do all that tomorrow right here on Texas All Access. Christian, man, appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy. And as always, go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Back to the show that keeps you plugged in with the Houston Texans. Mark Vandermeer, John Harris, live. Great to have you listening tonight as we are in the Sports Radio 610 studio tonight. All right. We have enough answers to the question. It's Bobby Trees. That's the nickname of Robert Woods. Boy, that was a pretty good one. Bobby Trees! Uh, as far as the fan response, I have a lot of responses. I'm going to have to give out more than one HEB $100 gift card. I yeah. will somehow, some way. Be but like Zach- an HEB Santa Claus. Zach was first, though, on my feed here. And Zach said, Bobby Trees, he said, also, what do you think about Ben Jones possibly coming back? Here's- I don't know if they'd do that or not, but he's free because of the release from the Tennessee Titans. And why was he released? Well, money is one thing. Concussions. He had, I think he had three concussions this year. Two yeah. or three. That were, and that, when you're 32, and, and look, Ben may still want to play. And I love Ben. We all love Ben. And he did good things for the Texans before doing great things for the Titans. The concussion issue would worry me for a guy that's 32. Yeah. And you're going to get hit in the head as a center. Yeah, I, I was thinking about Ben today. Yeah, yeah, right. And I was looking at Luke Weipler, the center at Ohio State, because that was my comp. Just based on them playing and watching them. Then I went and checked their, their combine results, and I'm like, it's like one of those you hit out of the park. Because Weipler did 29 reps at 225. Ben did 29 reps at 225. Oh, so similar. Yeah, they're both about no, 6'3", exactly 300. The they were exactly the same there. And then there was one other. Oh, they had the same vertical leap, but 30 and a half inches. I'm like, wow. So You nailed it. Yeah, I was like, Weipler, Weipler is, I could see, if you like Ben, I think you'll like Weipler. And I'll admit, Weipler, I, I watched him a little bit, but I was trying to get my 100 done before I went to the combine. He was one of those guys I knew I had to watch again, so I was watching him today. Man, he gave Jalen Carter all he could handle in that national championship game. Mm. All he could handle. So, he's gonna, he's been a third version of the Harris 100. He about 71, 72. So, I, there's going to be a few centers. John Michael Schmitz, Minnesota. Weipler at Ohio State. Olu Oluwatimi at Michigan. I think you could probably get it. Pick 103 or 104, whatever pick we have there. And I might be able to pronounce the name. Yeah, it's, it's you, you'll be fine. All right. You practice it. Okay. I practice it. I will. I won't do the whole first name. Don't. I can't, I can't do it. It's yeah. just Olu. Yeah, Olu Watimi, I, I got that down. I have to work on these. All right, secondary, done for now? Yeah, done. Don't have to draft a corner high or anything like nope. that? I mean, you signed Jimmy Ward. You can get a corner on day nickel. three that's got day two value. This is a yeah. deep, deep, deep. You got deep. Sting. You got Nelson coming back. Yeah, yeah you have King, a nice situation. Yates. Yeah. Now you add Jimmy Ward to the mix with Jalen Petrie, which I would imagine Ward will play safety. You got Dez to play nickel. I've always thought that when Dez is ready, he can make that transition to safety. If okay. if and when he's ever ready, and I and who knows when that when that could happen or whether he'd want it to happen. I just saw him today in a building, so you could have that. You got to figure out what's going to happen with Jo. I don't know what's going to happen with Jo yet. Well, so. the main feed wished uh, Simone a happy birthday, it's but true. I, I think that would have happened anyway. Yeah, yeah, it would happen. You know, so he's a free agent. We'll see what happens. There's no knock him. on Jo. She's a Houston legend. So linebacker, not done, not okay. done. Um, I mean. Uh, not th- I just think that position has to get better. It's got to get faster. It's got to be more efficient. I thought that Aziz Alshair would get a look, and maybe he did. When he when he put out on Twitter or Instagram or whatever it was, and he said, thanks to San Francisco, appreciate the faithful, et cetera. I was like, jump on that, Miko. Let's go. Aziz Alshair, the dude can run. He's about 240. He's like, you know the defense. Mm. He's going to Tennessee. 
Because oh. the other thing you have is Rand Carthon, who had been with the 49ers. And he knows those guys. He's a, he knows those same guys. So, uh, you got that. I thought Aziz would have been a, a, a good fit. But I feel like I feel like off the ball linebacker, you know, center and all, some of the positions that Texas are going to draft, just brace yourself, people. It's, it's, it's not going to be the sexiest thing in the world. They're going to draft a center. They're going to draft an off-ball linebacker, and you're going to be like, all right, fine. You know? Right. They're going to have to do it. They're going to they're have to do that to add more pieces. And last year, Christian Harris being added, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And maybe that same thing will happen. I think there's some off-the-wall linebackers that could end up being really good fits in this defense. If the first pick, the first selection that they have is what the fans want, mm-hmm. no think, one's going to complain about it. think after that? After that, it's, it's kind of gravy. You could draft a long. No, we don't want to draft a long snapper. No. He's good. No, Weeks we good. want weeks forever. Yeah. Weeks forever. Okay, let's say, all right, no one we know now. Yeah. Know what's been added, and yeah. there'll still be more. We know that. Yeah. Two's a quarterback. What's 12? Not play what position. No, I, I want you to do the other thing. We have one minute left. Give me the starting lineup. Okay. Let's say Stroud goes to the Carolina Panthers. Okay, so. And you draft Bryce Young. Okay, starting lineup. Offensive line, left to right. Laramie Tunsil, Kenyon Green. I think it's a rookie mm-hmm. at center eventually. A rookie or Scott. Rookie eventually. Shaq Mason, Titus Howard. Your receivers are Nico Collins, Robert Woods with John Mechie. Hopefully, if he gets cleared, your tight ends, Keegan Quatoriano starts more than likely at this point. Quarterback Bryce Young, running back Damian Pierce. That's your offense. I like that. I'll go to battle with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Flip it over defense. You got Grenard on one edge, maybe Winovich on the other edge. We'll see what else they add. You got Derek Rivers you can throw in the mix. Inside, you probably go Ridgeway Malik. You can go a different, couple different ways. Linebacker, you go probably Christian Harris, Kirksey right now. Nickel is De- Desmond. Your corners are Nelson Stingley. Your safeties are Ward and Petrie. Who are we playing? Week one? Yeah. You know who we're playing. The Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. At home. One. It's coming. It's yeah. happening. <laughs> you have nine I'm home. going to Vegas and putting money on it, even though we can't oh gamble gosh. because we're part of the NFL. Well, you can put... Fictional money. It's, it's going it to happen right here. That's it's cool. happening. All right, that's it for the show. Tomorrow we'll go live and we'll talk about the beginning of the league year as announcements will come down either tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, sometime after the league year begins. Some announcements of some of these acquisitions for the Houston Texans. Thank you, Chris, for producing. Thank you, Johnny. Have a great night, everyone. Go Texans! This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio six ten.